On your PC, iPod or smartphone, this is the girlsplayfooty.com podcast. On the 29th edition of the girlsplayfooty.com podcast, we go inside the Crest Room at Etihad Stadium to catch up with the stars of the AFL women's match after the game. We chat with Meg Hutchins, Lauren Arnell and Emma Carney from the Western Bulldogs and Raoul Smith and Sabrina Frederick-Traub from the Melbourne Demons. All that's on the girlsplayfooty.com podcast. I'm Peter Holden and welcome to another edition of the girlsplayfooty.com podcast which of course is available on the Girls Play Footy Facebook page and via our Twitter account Girls Play Footy and our most recent podcast of course being streamed 24-7 on the Girls Play Footy radio station. Just find that on your tuning app on your mobile or tablet and search for Girls Play Footy. Now this week's podcast is a little bit different from what we normally do. We normally have a 10-15 minute interview with two or three guests on our regular podcast which is conducted via phone. Uh, these interviews were done straight after the AFL Women's Exhibition match in the post-match function in the Crest Room at Etihad Stadium. So there will be a little bit of background noise uh, that you'll hear. Hopefully you'll be able to hear most of the audio coming through clearly as we ask questions to Meg Hutchins, Lauren Arnell and Emma Carney uh, representing the Western Bulldogs, Sabrina Frederick-Traub who kicked three goals for the Melbourne Demons and the Demons assistant coach in Raul Smith. That is all coming up on this edition of the Girls Play Footy podcast. Joining us now, the uh, former water carrier from Melbourne University that we've just found out. That's a key defender, obviously, for the Western Bulldogs, Meg Hutchins. Um, Meg, first of all, um, obviously disappointing not to get close today. Physically, how are you feeling? Because you've got a little nick on the cheek there. Yeah, no, I'm okay. I'm all right. It's uh, the bit of a head clash with Daisy, I think. I can't, I'm not sure who it was, but when the umpire yelled out blood rule, I looked around to see who it was, and it ended up being me, which was disappointing. I don't like going off. Um, no, but I'm fine. Um, yeah, just, just a bit disappointing. You know, sore in the heart, I guess, for losing. But I think the important thing is, is that we all um, put our trade forward and, and play the best that we could play for for the TV and for the broadcasters and for the general public, AFL public. It's one of those tough things, isn't it, with an exhibition game because it only happens so often. Unlike club football, you can't go. We'll rectify that next week. Yeah. Well, game we did <laughs> yeah we, could, we we came back this week and we tried to rectify a few things that we didn't do so well this time um, but yeah you don't get that but I think that's uh, you, the, the challenge for the coaches is that you have to try and rectify things within the quarter and that's a really big challenge so um, no, I think they did a great job we get closer and closer but it's not quite there yet What's the coaches say at half time when things were looking bleak and it could have almost blown out of the water but you turned it back the other way in all honesty, I was being patched up at the time, so um, I, I didn't hear a lot of it, but it was just keep on um, keep on fighting, never ever give up. We had Susan Alberti there um, with us last night, and, and she she just she said never, ever, ever give up, and that was what our, our manager was today, and that was probably the message that was delivered at halftime. For the Bulldogs' point of view, just Jessica Wooshner looks like an excitement machine. Yeah, the Woosh, yeah, Wooshner is... Uh, She's brilliant. She's hard, hard as a cat's head and cracks in whenever she can, but, yeah, she's uh, she's dynamic. And I guess uh, it's good to see Katie Brennan get off the leash, four goals, get herself into the game, because she had struggled to get on the scoreboard from the previous exhibition games. 
finally she got that much needed space. Absolutely. Yeah, KB was brilliant for us. She kicked our first goal for the game. Maybe kicked all our goals, I don't know. But, um, yeah, KB was brilliant, taking marks, taking the con- taking the game on and, and uh, kicking goals from set shots but also snaps. So she was brilliant today and I'm, I'm really, really happy for it. Changing hats for a moment to your Eastern Devils cap. Uh, what a big game coming up. Final round and essentially a win you're guaranteed in. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's, uh yeah, it can go one of one of two ways. We can we can win and, and we're guaranteed to be in. We can one of three ways. We can we can lose, but then still get in if someone another team loses by more. But then if we lose by a lot, then that's uh, goodbye to finals. So we'll be going there with the intention to win and, and control our own destiny. What do you put that change down to? Because, you know, a few weeks ago, you're sitting fifth and it's all looking bad. With the, anyone looks at the draw and they go, geez, you've got a tough run home. And then all of a sudden, something clicked. Yeah, I think when we sat down as a group and had a bit of an honesty session, and I think it's probably got to do a little bit of belief. You know, we, we as, as a leadership group, myself and, and Jess Foster, we we asked the group, do you guys believe that you you deserve to play finals? Do you believe that we, we can get as far as we can get in the finals? And once they realise that they have the capability to do it, then I think the penny dropped. And indeed, it all comes down to the Peanut Farm Sunday. Mick, thanks very much for joining us. Best of luck with the recovery and the ice bars and everything like that that happens in the next few days. And uh, strap yourselves in for possible finals football. Absolutely. Thanks very much. And I'll make sure I put my face in the ice bath as well. <laughs> Joining us now one of the assistant coaches from the Melbourne Football Club and uh, Ralph Smith. Uh, how's the heart going after that exciting finish? Yeah, look, I think um, the last game we were a little unorganised on the bench, but this time we were really controlled and, you know, we, the, it was up to the players to win the match and um, they were composed under pressure and uh, we were lucky enough to clear it from that defensive 50 right at the end there. So, no, nah, it, was, it was nerve-wracking but good. It's an amazing thing for Melbourne. You seem to unherald a new star each and every game, whether it be um, the Randalls and Taylor Harris last year, whether it be Denellen last match back at the MCG. This time around, Sabrina frederick Troll. Yeah, look, she was so impressive. I mean, we always knew she was going to have a real presence up forward, and she provided that early on. I think probably, you know, she faded out a little at the end of the game, but she just continued to present and present, which we knew she would. And, uh, you know, you've got to put that down to Michelle Cowan and the selection group that she gets together to look at the talent nationally. And how was it having to use a sub for the first time as well? It was really good, actually. Really good. I, I thought it was excellent. Like, you know, we were able to inject Je- uh, Jessica Dalpos, and she actually ran through the mid for a while, then ran back and did a job for us on uh, Wuchner. So, you know, we were really happy with that. But that conundrum in the back line as well, because Brennan, who would normally be a centre-half forward, started on the wing, elected to send Mel Hickey to Mo Hope instead. Yeah, I think Mel Hickey played a fantastic role on Mo. Like, uh, she kept her out of the game, and... I think she kicked one goal for the whole game and uh, as a, a backline coach you're very happy if you can stop my hope to one. One of the uh, um, heralded heroes of the day, Emma Swanson, was in it early. Yeah, look, she's just an absolute competitor. Swanee, you know, like she ran through uh, a wing rotation and she got the job done whether she pushed back deep into defence or whether she pushes forward. So she's just an absolute um, quality person and a quality footballer. And Tiana Ernst being brought into the side now, being able to match with height against Emma King. Yeah, look, uh, the dog, she was she was impressive. I was really impressed with her. Like she was, um, you know, feeling the pressure coming into the game, having to shoulder a lot of the ruck. But we were lucky that we had Sabs and we had uh, Taylor Harris that could run through there as well. But she played her role magnificently and made sure our on bowlers got first look at the ball. 
30 possessions, is there any way you can describe Daisy Pearce? Oh, look, I mean, you just one word is quality. You know, she's a leader, she's a magnificent footballer, and, uh, you know, she's just amazing. So what happens now post-match with the coaches when you go into debrief the players? What's the process from here? Uh, we've already had our uh, coaches meeting. Obviously, uh, here at Etihad, we're, we're quite tight for time. We have to get off the oval and get out of the change rooms and all that kind of stuff. But uh, no doubt, we'll have conference calls with Michelle Cowan about our performances, and then we'll make contact with the players in our lines to make sure that you know we give them their feedback for the game once we have a look at the footage and do all that stuff. And for you having to swap the coaches' hatches and get into finals mode with Morpethville Park? Yeah, look, we're not in great form. We've uh, lost two on the trot. Um, one, you know, we had six out when we played Green Acres. So, um, but, you know, the girls need to lift and uh, work in the next couple of weeks and hopefully we'll be in good nick as we come to the finals. Well, thanks very much for your time and hopefully see you next year. Thanks, Peter. Joining us now for the Darwin Falcons, Lauren are now Lauren so close yet so far away. said at halftime by Craig because at that stage you almost looked on the scoreboard anyway down and out everyone wondered how could you come back what did Craig say to the troopers yeah, I think we finished the second quarter with a fair bit of positive play so going in at halftime there was still a huge amount of belief and it was just using words like spirit that we've kind of had a theme with for the last few days um, was, yeah I mean it's really just keep plugging away at what we were doing and we felt like we were starting to get on top of them so it was, it was a positive message you were starting to get a lot more of the ball, so was Katie Lawrence, and then Katie Brennan managed to come into the game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we used Katie a little bit differently to the previous games in this, in this format, um, and she um, she really had an impact and showed showed what she's like when she's at her best, which is so good for Katie, and um, it's very it's a lot of hard work paying off, so it's, it's good. Top job today for the likes of Meg Hutchins and Ashley O'Connor having to watch such tall timber as Taylor Harris and Sabrina frederick Troy. Sabrina was pretty impressive. She's got buckets for hands. Um, and we, we had a bit of talk to him at a counter, and unfortunately there was a couple of injuries there for us, and um, yeah, look, all the girls played really well. So. Now just finally for you, how's the body feel going into next week, the final round before the finals? Yeah, I think coming off a game like that, at this stage of the night, you're pretty sore. But um, I know that with, within my body, I'm going to be nice and fresh for finals. And if anything, this is a pretty good tune-up to leading into finals footy you know it's going to be pretty hot like it was today and I'm really looking forward to playing back with Darabin again and, and making an impact in the final series. Lauren thanks for joining us on girlsplayfooty.com. Thank you very much. Joined again by Sabrina frederick Troy. Sabrina we had you on the phone last week on the podcast you were a bit nervous. How's three goals nervous? Oh yeah I mean three goals I'm happy with that anyone would be happy with that I mean I've been training hard and kicking that training and yeah I'm glad that I managed to slot a few. And what were some of the uh, first thoughts running through your head before you ran out into Etihad Stadium? Kick goals was one of the first thoughts and just the fact that it's going to be seen by all these young girls that want to go out there and play footy so yeah I was kind of doing it for them. Can you explain your kicking style as well? It's a bit up and under, a bit of a floater as it goes through the goal. Yeah, um, I'm not too sure. I mean I used to have a swing kick through when I played soccer first when I started out playing soccer 
and then I got taught to kind of straighten up a little bit and now I don't, I don't honestly don't know where my kicking style's gone with. And how does the body feel after the game? Because a lot of girls I speak to that play VWFL Premier Division say it's very taxing on the body. It certainly feels it goes up another level compared to State League. Yeah, I mean, uh, just pushing through on the field, you, just, like, you can't run any harder and you just keep going and keep going. And after the game's finished, your legs just want to drop off. So right now I'm very, very sore. Well, I'll let you mingle with some of your teammates that you're catching up with. But Sabrina, congratulations on the win and three goals today. Thank you very much. Joining us here is uh, Emma Carney. Uh, Emma, you, you pushed them all the way. You nearly pulled it off. Just 90 seconds short. Yeah, I mean, we probably let them um, get out of the gates a little bit at the start of the game. Um, so, yeah, that probably didn't help. But, um, yeah, it was sort of hard because we didn't really know how much time was left in the game. And it was, yeah, 90 seconds short that the quarter, last quarter was shut, um, cut. So, yeah, disappointing. But um, I think it was good advertisement for women's footy. I guess so anything, it was great to see that a few players who hadn't excelled at exhibition match level started to get in the game. First of all, Katie Brennan, who had been struggling to kick a goal, finally gets four. Yeah, it's really pleasing for her. She works really hard at club level and with her recovery and professionalism, so it was really good and pleasing for her that she was able to capitalise on her hard work. And Jessica Wuchner, again, sees a bit of an excitement machine for you. Yeah, that left boot is pretty exciting to watch, so um, yeah, having her in the half-forward line is, is pretty special. Bit unlucky, I guess, for Brianna Davies. She had to play most of the game in the back pocket, still having a bit of problems with those ankles. Yeah, yeah, she did have a little bit of trouble with the ankle, but I think it was it was hard for her. We had, um, you know, Astro Connor that went down. Um, we had um, Hutchins that went off with a, a split cheek, um, cheek. So, yeah, she had to sort of fill a role, and um, unfortunately for her, she didn't get to play much in the midfield. I guess in one pleasing way for the Bulldogs and for Melbourne Uni, uh, Caitlin Ashmore seemed to be tearing it up. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty exciting. She, she's very fast and um, it was good to her get some outside ball and, and run and carry, which is awesome. How did you see your own game? Oh, it was pretty quiet. Um, yeah, it's sort of hard. It was, you know, you're under pressure most of the time, so I like to try to get a little bit of outside ball, but unfortunately for me, I probably couldn't get it as much. And for you now, you've got to switch hats and think about Melbourne Uni. Uh, big game coming up uh, against Diamond Creek. Essentially, you have to win to guarantee to get in. Yeah, you've nailed it right there. And yeah, we do have to win. Um, so, look, they've got quality players and, um, you know, we've got to play our best to beat them. So, hopefully we can and then we can secure a final spot. Well, Em, thanks very much for joining us. Best of luck uh, next week and in the finals and then after that into your uh, women's big bash season with uh, the Melbourne Stars. No worries. Thanks, Peter. Well, that concludes our very special podcast from the AFL Women's Exhibition Match. And uh, what a day it was. Social media went completely nuts with the hashtag AFL Women's Game. In fact, it's still going nuts almost 48 hours since the match. Uh, Just keep checking it on Twitter. A lot of people talking about women's footy, which is fantastic to see. And how's that TV audience at one stage peaked at 501 thousand people watching the game incredible um, if you love your women's footy particularly if you're based in victoria get along to the peanut farm reserve in uh, st kilda this sunday we will be there with girls play footy radio doing the live call from 1 30 p.m of the victorian women's football league premier division final round it's the st kilda sharks versus the eastern devils and the sharks must win to get into the top four to play finals if they do win then it comes down to percentage between the eastern devils and melbourne university on who will 
still survive. A crazy, crazy finish to the VWFL home and away season. You'll hear it on girlsplayfooty.com as you tune into our radio station and uh, hear an extraordinary game Sunday from 1.30pm. Until our next podcast, I'm Peter Holden. Thank you very much for all your likes, comments and shares throughout the week on our Girls Play Footy Facebook page. And we look forward to having your company next time round.